there, and welcome to this episode of Fantasy for the Ages. And it's a little bit of a different entrance than usual. You're not hearing Zach first. Don't worry, he's coming. But this is Jim, the father, and I'm just here to introduce that this episode here today is part of what was a special event for Zach and I, as we appeared on the Wada Holiday, Wada Holiday Charity Livestream event back on December 12th, 2021. An event that fantastically brought content creators from the Wheel of Time community together from all over to fill 24 hours of live stream on YouTube, raising money for Brandon Sanderson's The Lightweaver Foundation. And over $10,000 was raised this year. We're happy now to be able to share our hour of this content here on our audio feed for you. This is also available in the video format on YouTube, but for you right now, those of you that just listen to us in your podcast feed, we want to make sure you have this as well. This will start out with a little bit of transfer over from the people who were before us, the fantastic Talk Around Riyadh podcast crew. Uh, You've heard us talk about them on our show before. Love them for sure. So that's available for you. If you go and find the whole live stream, you can hear their hour as well. Uh, You can find the entire live stream on Malkir Talks, his YouTube content, his YouTube channel. Of course, Rob has been a guest on our show too. There's a lot of crossover between all of these content creators. We're all friends. But you'll hear them just wrapping up as Rob then brings Zach and I onto the live stream and some special guests that we have from yet another podcast, the World Hoppers podcast. You'll learn more about all of this as you listen to the audio here. And as always, thank you for listening to our show. Stop bringing them in. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Oh, hey, Zach and Jim. We're going to have some fun now. And uh, Juliet said it was a great live stream. Thank you, Juliet. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Shyam, we had Guy Roberts earlier as well. I did. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. He stopped in when Malkis King was on, so. <laughs> yeah. So I think you I think we can get to ten thousand. You guys this is something you guys can easily do. You yeah. got it. Ten thousand. We're gonna push for it. What's Let's the go. uh what's the count at right now, Rob? What? Uh nine thousand one hundred and forty six dollars and fifty three cents. Oh, uh, 53 right. cents. Who, who donated 53 cents? <laughs> it's because people have been donating, like, a pa- you know, in pounds or euros, and it's, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, All that stuff. Okay. But yeah. I want to feel like I have to donate, like, 47 cents, because it's going to bother me. <laughs> Nils has done that a couple of times, actually. He's like, my OCD is just getting out. me, and he's donated a weird just amount. Just even it out. out. Joe, just yeah. stay tuned, and every time it's off, go ahead and just set it to the most nice number, and we'll just keep going up. It'll be great. There we go. <laughs> yep, we're just going to keep looking for more and more Joe donations over the next two hours now. <laughs> every time, it, yeah, I'm going to have to round off every donation. 37 cents, 49 cents. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Yeah. See you in a little uh, while, guys. Bye Brandon to all Zach. of you. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Uh, Great check job. Us out. Talk around Riyadh. Riyadh. Bye, like thank said, you. Our, yeah, links down in the show notes. Check out our podcast, everyone. Bye bye, all. Bye. See you later. Happy holidays. Okay. All right. So, Jim, you're going with. Let's move everybody around. Uh, you set up to the fires of heaven. Was it the the spoilers? Nah, we'll keep it just as far as the dragon reborn. We shouldn't have to go any further than that. Or at least okay. I'm gonna try really. Yeah, really Zach's hard. gonna try. You know. Just <laughs> on try. Yeah, it's hard. He often um, needs forgiveness, but again, there we go. Try. Yeah, I'm... that's up there for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Have I'm, fun, and I will I'm see you in a minute. Uh, thanks, from all right. Uh, thank you very guys. much, Rob. Right. It's hard. Fantastic. Thanks. All right. <sighs> well, hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, joining this crew now as we get going with another hour here of the Wada Holiday. Uh, Zach and I, we do a podcast together, and so we're going to do a little introduction like we normally do, and then we're going to introduce let 
the others introduce themselves as well. Uh, and we'll kind of let you know who you're, who you're listening to here then. So, Zach, you have something you always say. Start us off. Well, if you're still around or if you're just joining us, welcome to this What a Holiday section led by us here at Fantasy for the Ages, where a father and son sit down and talk sometimes with some other people about things in fantasy. Uh, I'm the son of that equation, Zach, and, and one of those directions. Me, yes, the father, Jim. Well, and it's great to have everybody with us here again today. Zach, I'm kind of thinking you and I get to be called the, the Bring It Home Boys, since we're not on just for this hour, but also for the next hour, you know, and let's oh. get it over that 10,000 goal here. That's you know, I'm over. with you, but at the same time, you lost me when I saw the tie on your head, um, <laughs> and I haven't gotten over it. Well, I had to get seasonal in some way, and I wasn't going to wear a real tie, you know, around the neck. So this was actually your mother's idea, believe it or not. I think seeing it bigger made it better because I realized it's the Christmas M&M's tie. Yes, yes. I don't know whether to be proud or ashamed right now, and I'm okay with See that. See there, the full details. They're adorable. I think your mother actually even made this tie, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, nice. I know, I know. Well, we are thrilled to be able to be part of uh, the Wada Holiday charity live stream this actually is something special for zach and i because it marks one year that we've been podcasting wow uh, literally oh, that's amazing so dropped a year ago tomorrow so close enough but uh you know that's kind of fun that's kind of cool and what a great event to be able to sort of celebrate that we've been doing this for a year now so we do want to encourage everybody to just feel so awesome about that that you get in and you make a donation already. Go ahead. As a, as a way to go, guys, support the cause. But we do have three fantastic additional podcasters, creators with us here today. Would you go ahead and introduce yourselves now? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Cheyenne from the World Hoppers podcast. I... Well, our podcast is mainly on the Cosmere side. We focus on helping first-time readers, but also providing discussion for uh, new fans. And um, yeah, I've read The Wheel of Time twice now. I love the series, and I've also really, really been enjoying the show. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm Ilana, again, like part of the World Hoppus podcast. So love both the Cosmere and Wheel of Time. I'm on my first read through of Wheel of Time, and I'm about 40% of the way through Lord of Chaos. I think Alf is about the same place. I am. Um, uh -huh. So we're She's having a lot of fun you. with our reactions. Yes, it's a yeah. ton of fun, like on oh the Discord. Like, I'm just con like, um, like mentioning things. And it's hard for me not to say anything. Mm -hmm. but so, oh, we get the, it. So, like comparisons, mm -hmm. but uh, it's, I love their reactions. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've really been enjoying the show. It has been absolutely wonderful. And watching it with my family, who have no idea what's happening, has been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, um, I am Alfonsina. You can call me Oz. As Irena said, I'm over 40% of The Lord of Chaos, first time reading, um, no spoilers experience, so I'm trying to not yes. do anything, not find out about anything. <laughs> and you Very did hard. crying on her part. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, Alf is a spoilers friend. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to spoil anything for yourself on the way of time, please, you know, for the yeah, love of yeah. God. And some things have happened, but... That's fine. I admire that. I finally found someone who actually um, reads books wrongs like I do. Uh, so I appreciate they having someone like to spoilers. actually feel as a safety so net. <laughs> yeah, so guys, it's an honor to be a part of this event with you. I love podcasting with my friends. It's absolutely beautiful to do that and to be a part of What a Holiday with you. I am honored. Um, I have been listening to your first three episodes very carefully, trying not to catch any spoilers, but so far those are amazing. Oh, good. Um, very good to, to, to listen to if you're starting the Wheel of Time. So for first-time readers, if you're starting the, the Eye of the World, that's a way to go. 
checking the Thank you. for the age. There you go. And that is it. Fantasy for the Ages exists as a podcast where Zach and I just enjoy talking about all sorts of fantasy things, and we decided to take two different approaches. One was to work our way through a series. We said, what's one of our favorite series? And we both what's love The Wheel of Time. short and sweet? Something that won't take that long to get through? <laughs> yeah. Clearly not. We realize now it's going to take us at least three years to get through the whole thing. Maybe more. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's fine, because who doesn't love talking about The Wheel of Time? So as we work through it on our podcast, it is great for a first-time reader, because we use something called Spoiler Light. We don't spoil the big reveals, but we do point out the, the foreshadowing. We kind of hint at the things that are kind of important. You might want to remember. We just don't tell anybody why. So people who already have read it, like we have, they kind of enjoy that too. It's like, yeah, we know. Hink, wink, wink, nod, nod. We know what we're talking about. Uh, fun stuff. But then we also do talk about occasionally other things from fantasy and science fiction. So we just geek out about whatever we feel like. Now, yeah, today, what are we today, today? What we're going to focus on then is saying, "Hey, let's together talk about this TV show that's come out recently that everybody seems thinks kind of a big deal." The never Wheel of Time. Of yeah, never heard of it, right? <laughs> this um, thing that everyone seems to be comparing to the Game of Thrones TV show. Oh my oh, god! Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we will talk about that a little here today for sure. <laughs> yeah. Before we jump into uh, really digging into our thoughts on the TV show, though, there's one other thing Zach and I always like to do on our podcast, and that's uh, we drink something. We honestly usually don't uh, do these things entirely dry. We have to have some sort of beverage with us. And for Wheel of Time episodes, I like to make what I call a Watt tail. Mm. So a Wheel of Time themed cocktail. And I've got one for us today, Ooh. even in specifically a holiday glass. Oh, that's um, so cute. This is called the Blue Valda. As Valda <laughs> now means something more to everybody who's watching the TV show. I'm not and, sure how uh, I feel about that. I don't want to bad. like that. <laughs> I want it to be horrible but it will probably not be horrible but the thing is valda is so bad he's good we're really liking him come on admit it we like he's what we're seeing on the tv character. show yeah, well, yeah i saw her uh, on the performance like... amazing oh absolutely <laughs> yeah, this drink the, is a uh... little like him actually because it is really good but then it makes my throat all phlegmy so i might end up coughing and hacking up and well there you go that's perfect does it make your mouth bleed does it have any oh bones? that would have been no that would have been oh gross, my God. but i get it i get it okay anyways i do always post the recipes on our instagram and our discord server so if you want to know what's in it you can check it out zach are you drinking something today yes but i'm just being boring and lame which is to say my girlfriend stopped by h-e-b -H to take care of me uh, well because i would have been lamer something. and had not alcohol now i do <laughs> okay does anyone else have something interesting that you're drinking today nope uh i guess i've got a ginger beer in honor of our favorite ginger emmons fielder i so, love nice. it some creativity there yeah Nice. I am drinking my usual Argentinian mate, but we have been having some interesting discussions in our in our oh, discords yeah. about how this mate is definitely something that loyal drinks and prepares in a delicious way. It's not alcoholic. Um, it's just a hot infusion with herbs, yerba mate. I love it. It's delicious. But I like to think that in this big mate, because this is very big for a mate. It's very big. This is something that Loyal could be sharing with you while he's reading the book. So yeah. I I am obsessed with what you're drinking out of, though. I don't know if I can call that a cup or a mug or what I should call that, but it is beautiful. It's a mate. <laughs> the recipient and the drink are the same. Really? It's like the Amarlin seat, both the woman and the Exactly. Uh -huh. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The connections just keep coming. Love it. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. 
you know, right. I'm not having anything interesting, just water. And it's not hey. like I could hide my water this time into the episode like I did for Summer Night when I was on Inking Out Loud. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with water. I've got some of that, too, because i got to wash Valda out of my mouth. So, <laughs> Okay, now that sounded really bad. <laughs> we are not that kind of podcast. We have well, I mean, about the way that. you're talking, we might soon be. <laughs> That's an ongoing joke on our podcast. You say that All very right. often. We're not these kind of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Which, I don't know, starts to make us wonder, are we? <laughs> I don't know. It's getting into, like, a water holiday after dark edition. <laughs> I mean, it's after dark somewhere. I mean, I'm moving in Arizona, so it gets dark at, like, four. So, like, wait an hour and it technically qualifies. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into talking about this TV series, then. You know, and if we end up wandering around into other tangents and stuff, that's fine, too. I love that we're with... Uh, a Cosmere-focused uh, podcast here with oh, us yeah. because that's how I found Brandon Sanderson was reading The Wheel of Time. And then oh, I've yeah, gone on wonderful. to read just about everything he's written. Mm -hmm. So I love the Cosmere. I love everything Sanderson's put out. Uh, I haven't read a clunker. Well, I mean, there's some that people go, <laughs> oh, that one's not as good. Okay, uh, I can, you know, everybody's got their best and they're not his best. But they're still great books, great reads, all of it. Yeah. Um, and we are so thankful for Brandon Sanderson uh, for bringing home the Wheel of Time. Yeah. Yeah, so I was reading really those books as they were published. Very well. yeah. yeah, absolutely. When Robert Jordan passed away, it was like, oh, no. Mm. I mean, it was very sad that he yeah. left too early. But the, the thought that we were never going to get the conclusion to this incredible series. So when Brandon Sanderson came through, very happy. Cheers to that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And now we get to this wonderful TV series. Six episodes in, amazing stuff going on. So much we could talk about. I want to give a challenge to each of you right off the bat here for our first uh -oh. question. <laughs> Thinking of how you're feeling about this entire series. And those of us, those of you who are, you know, following the live stream, you can add yours in the comments here. What I'm going to toss out. In five words, in honor of our Emmonsfield Five, just five words, give us how you feel about the TV show. No more than five. What would you say? Who wants to try? Who wants to go first? I think we got to make you go first, right? Oh, definitely. You have yeah. the most time to spare on that. I might steal your answer, though, Zach. You know, when any anytime I let you go first, you steal exactly what I was going to say. But I can. I've got an answer ready. I would go dynamic, creative, high quality thrill ride. That's what I'm getting out of this show so far. Just man. Wow. So many things are packing in, so many things on the edge of her seat. And we'll talk more about those. So I don't want to say a bunch of words now. Five words. Hold it to five. And oh my gosh. by the way, I think as I'm being questioned, maybe in the chat, high quality had a had a hyphen. It is five words. <laughs> High quality. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, there's a nice one. Beth mm, West nice. there in, the, in the chat. Love it. <laughs> and of course, you've got that one now. That's great. Yes. But is that five words or 15? Oh, Rajesh, that's great, too. <laughs> They're stealing all the good ones. Come on. Yeah. Who's got something yeah. you want to so, jump in? I'm gonna... Yeah, go ahead, Oh, okay, cool. No, go ahead. Um, I went more of the sentence route with, um, gosh, I think this is five, even better than I imagined. Yes. So. Love it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um. I am excited, optimistic, and uh, thrilled. Uh, well, that's three, but to be watching <laughs> this with everyone and sharing it with friends and family. <laughs> That was there way were more five, than five words. In I have there, no idea where we went with the word count now, but I don't care. I, you know that what? Works. Um, <laughs> as Brandon Sanderson once said, "I'm a writer, a fantasy writer. We tend to have a problem with brevity, which is very true." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. When when Eugene said five words, my immediate first thought was, "I have to make a getek for this getek," as in oh! this beautiful poet poetry that we have in the Stormlight Archives, and I did try, but 
I am from Argentina. English, Argentina English is not my first language, and that proved so hard. I mean, I tried. Yeah, topics are I didn't hard succeed. Right. Yeah, so just Incredibly keep in mind hard. that I would have liked to create a beautiful Catech, but I just went for five words. My five, um, my five were dramatic, adventurous, thrilling, hype, and tribute. Tribute being my favorite one. So, beautiful. Yes. Yeah. All right. I think you did a fine, fine job there. It's I not Ketek, but it's honest work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Honestly, Ketek's are incredibly hard to write. I love them. Particularly love them. because like, not only do they have to be symmetrical, but they have to like mean, uh, like you have to have five separate thoughts and like be logical both ways. And, like adjust the end. There, there's a million things going into them. They are incredibly hard to write. Yeah, and every time I hear about them, I'm just like, why did Brandon do that to himself? Like, you could like lower the standards yeah. a bit. It's your own series. No one's gonna question it. <laughs> oh, and uh, thank you for donating. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. We've been getting nice a reference. number of really nice, nice donations mm -hmm. coming in. You're all being noticed. You're all appreciated. Yes. Zach, you've had all this time to think now. Do you yes. have your five? I'm going to round it out in a uh, typical Zach fashion, mostly humorously rather than actually taking it seriously, and just say better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, we're going to be getting Game of Thrones fans. You cannot take back your donations now. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that was gosh. awesome. You're going to be getting us in trouble. Oh, I've been getting hate mail since day one. A year in the working. <laughs> I got to tell you, I Burn just love that, Zach. That was so good. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. And we, we've continued to see a whole bunch of really good ones in the chat, too. You guys are very creative. Oh. You're doing a wonderful mm -hmm. job. Love it. All right. We've got some prepared questions that we're going to work our way through here that everybody here on the panel had a chance to see ahead of time. But then we have some that I've called quick fire, fire bleh, can't speak now, quick fire questions that uh, only I know. And they're short and sweet and easy to answer. So here's the first one of them. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Look at that. The, the vault is getting in the way already. Yeah. Okay. So you've got six episodes out there. Best episode so far. Don't think long. Zach. Five. Cheyenne. Six or four. I can't decide. Oh, she waffles. Alana. Hmm. Uh, oh, six. <laughs> Elf. Four. And I'm we with you. Four. Four. All right. Yeah. All right. It, it's, I understand going six or four. I mean, they're all so yeah. good so far. Mm -hmm. There's so much. I mean, four. <laughs> um, Every last one of them has something in it that's mm -hmm. just, ah, oh, and keeps making you want to see what's next. I'm really yeah. excited for the next two episodes. And oh, at yeah. the same time, I'm dreading the next two yeah, episodes because like, then it means we have to wait over. for oh, season God, two. Yeah. <sighs> it's going to be so hard. <laughs> it is. Because like before, it was like this abstract idea of like, we don't know what it's going to be like. It could be terrible. And now we know that it's good. And it's like, mm -hmm. now we have to wait a whole other year to get the next season. And it's just going to be even harder. Right. Yeah. Right. At least we don't right. have to wait three years like we do for a oh Stormlight book. So. Exactly. It could be worse. It could. That's true. Yep. And I will say, at least, we will still have the Dusty Wheel and Talk Around yes. Riyadh to, to keep yeah. us thinking and talking about everything <clears throat> that's to come in season two. Yeah, and so many other content creators <clears throat> that have joined us today that yeah. uh, mm -hmm. maybe couldn't. But there's a lot of content to catch up with. It's Absolutely. been oh, incredibly so hard to keep up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally. Like, if you thought the 14 books was overwhelming, the amount of podcasts that you can listen oh, to about man. them is just ridiculous. But they're all so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just think of them as 18, no, 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 28 books. Because I know, I read the first chapter the prologue actually and i was like yeah i'm gonna read this twice <laughs> i'm going to finish this and i'm going to immediately start all over again so for me it's already 28 books and i'm okay with that i accept <laughs> you have more patience than i do <laughs> like i want to get through these and find out what happens oh yeah but Same. you know the thing about reading the the wheel of time 
is it, it truly comes to life the second time through. There's there's so much you can't fully yeah, appreciate. Really I mean, it's still tough. good, but you can't fully appreciate it the first time. I so know. a reread is necessary. I will say that the TV series is proving to be the same thing. You mm. truly don't get a full appreciation on the first watch. Uh, so I did want to ask, you know, how many times have each of you watched the episodes so far? <sighs> For me, it's only twice so far because I'm busy with other things and just putting our content out. It, it's hard mm -hmm. to have enough time to just sit and watch more TV. <laughs> but I have watched each of the episodes so far twice. And the second time was so much better than the first time. Oh, great. Thanks, Rob, for making a poll in the chat on that. Um, <laughs> oh, great. Amazing. Yeah. I've watched most of them twice. I've watched the first two three times and the sixth one only once because I was only able to watch it yesterday. But I'll watch it again with my sister in the coming days because she really, she's really enjoyed the episodes. So. Mm -hmm. How about yeah, the rest yeah. of you in general? Have you been able to squeeze in extra watches yet? Yeah, of course. I, yeah. Mine is all over the place because um, I've been super busy. Mm -hmm. So I've seen the first one like three times. I think I saw the second one twice. Um, and then things kind of fell apart. And so I think I've seen the third and I think I watched the first half of the fourth one twice. But I didn't get to the second half because I got interrupted. It happens. And, yeah. And so I've been watching a lot of like recaps and like, mm -hmm. like deep dives, but I haven't sat down to watch the show again. I did replay episode six right after I watched it because I was like, hold on, what just happened? <laughs> and felt the need to go back through that. Um, but really for me, it's been like, whenever I have free time, it's either I read Lord of Chaos or I go back and rewatch. And I'm like, oh, I really want to know what's going on in Lord of Chaos. <laughs> so it's rough. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, Lord you of know. Chaos is a crazy book. Mm -hmm. oh, it's one of the best. One of the I'm best. still angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know you are. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yep. Zach, how many times have you watched the episode? Avoiding answering this question for a little bit because it's <laughs> embarrassing as a fan that I've only seen most of them once. Um, I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll be honest, the first three I've seen twice because my girlfriend's parents decided to uh, watch them with me as well. They aren't fantasy fans, they just were willing to do it. And as far oh, as nice. I know, they cool. don't hate me. So we're good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's helpful. That's helpful when your girlfriend's parents don't hate you. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I've been trying to, well, gosh. Um, I was like, every time that I have free time, I tell my parents, like, hey, I'm going to go rewatch. Like, I need mm -hmm. space to go rewatch. And my mom's like, okay, look. I love the show. Just wait until it's over and I will be there and rewatch with you. <laughs> like we can talk. And she's That's not a fantasy fan, but like this show has gotten her so hyped up that she actually wants to read the books now. That's so amazing. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll wait to rewatch with her. But then also I'm trying to get my partner into this who also mm -hmm. doesn't like fantasy. And so I'm like just spreading the wheel of time as much as I can. <laughs> Now, in talking with people who have been watching the TV series, you know, there are very different opinions people have mm. on this. I mean, anyone yeah, mm -hmm. who spent any time on social media knows this very clearly, yes. strongly <laughs> differing opinions on the series. Um, I'm kind of feeling like if people haven't read the books and they're watching the series, I'm almost recommending to people they should just watch the series. Don't worry about the books. In fact, mm. wait till it's done eight years from now or whatever it is, just enjoy the show, then go back and read the books because they're different turnings of the wheel. Don't let yourself get confused or frustrated because obviously yeah. they're adapting. Things are different. Yeah. Um, because the people who haven't watched the books, you look at their reviews on, on IMDb or whatever, they're loving the show. It's great. And then people who read the books but didn't know they'd change anything they're like, burn it! I hate this! You know, it's like, what? Oh my god. On. <laughs> the white gloves. Yeah, the white gloves. So, I don't know. That's just my thought. Maybe they should just wait until it's over, then read the books. You know, it's two different stories, almost. The essence yeah. is the same, but the nuances, the differences might bug people. Definitely. That leads me to the question. Next question I have for everybody. Okay. Do you feel they are honoring the source material well enough? Yeah. So, obviously they're absolutely. making changes yes. what do you think 
Yes, uh, I think Rafe has talked many times about uh, the process of adaptation and what his approach is to it. And he says he wants to preserve the heart and the spine of the Wheel of Time, what really makes the Wheel of Time the Wheel of Time. And uh, Brandon Sanderson has also talked about it most recently on his podcast, Intentionally Blank, of like the scale of like uh, changes and how the Wheel of Time sits right in the middle where it needs to be its own thing because it's physically impossible to adapt the Wheel of Time in 14 seasons or however much it would need uh, to be exactly like the books. Yes. But also, it, it's keeping like the soul of the story and of the characters. The casting is absolutely fantastic. And also oh God, the world, amazing. like they are so many little details that I've adored. And also they are doing foreshadowing the Robert Jordan <laughs> style, which is amazing. Oh, I am a huge fan of that device. I will talk about foreshadowing a long, long time. And I love just the tiny things like in the way they shoot the episodes in certain lines. Um, and like choices they've made that foreshadow so much that's yet to come. And even parts of well, that I haven't gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a strong statement that you're saying, yes, they are honoring the source material and they're doing a great job. Anyone disagree? Because Rob can pull you off the panel now. Not entirely. (laughs) Um, But I am always one to give a little bit of a differing opinion. Sorry, Rob. Um, Before I get pulled out of here, let me be careful. Um, tread, Tread gently, Zach. Go ahead. I've had some conversations with people and what I've slowly come to realize is some people, if you have only read to a certain point in the books, think it's differing too much. Um, and various focal points on certain characters that are important, but may or may not feel important in the first book, but mm. are in the show. I- those sorts of things mm. are things that you really yeah. appreciate as a full series reader or someone who hasn't read mm-hmm. anything. But if you've read the first couple books and that's it, it feels pointless. So you're saying you have you have more faith in what they're doing with it and being true to it if you have the context of the entire series behind you already. Or if you have zero context at all. Right, right. Okay. I, I don't yeah. think you get kicked off for that. that that's legit. <laughs> Right. No, that it it really does make sense. Um, because uh, Brandon talked about how they are pulling in things, uh, like from like he talked about like splitting the of time to eras. Like the first three books are like more like traditional quest fantasy, and then uh, four to six, where it's like this big world building political epic, and how they're moving things from out all the way there. Uh, earlier in the series uh, to establish the tone better and like so that the tone is more consistent and I think that's exactly what you mean Mm -hmm. yeah and I think if I had been like I'm thinking back to where I was whenever I was reading like the fourth bookish like if I only had that information and then watch the show I can see where a lot of these changes seem more important than they will actually end up being, I think. Right. Um, like, there were, I think the only real concern that I have with any of the changes happened in episode six and just with the w- different way that the Waygate works. But that's like minutia. That is like, yeah, not... it's a minutia. That one bothered me. <laughs> it, that bothered me a little bit, but everything <laughs> else the that they've done, there. I think, really sticks with the heart of the characters. Yeah. But like, whenever you look at like the, what you get of the plot in the earlier part of the series it's like but but that was really important then and it's like yeah it was in like book three but by the time you're in like book eight we are so far past that that like the fact that that changed doesn't really make much of a difference so zach i I saw you kind of like oh the way gate the way they did that now really bothered you and it, it segues nicely to our next question or i do want to ask what are some changes that you aren't perhaps completely on board with? You have questions. And, and the Waygate is one where I'm left with a question that I'm pretty sure I saw Maureen use the one power to open a Waygate. Exactly. It mm. looked now, like how it do required use channeling. Because it, it was created for Ogier. Um, so I'm a little confused. I'm sure there's something there that will maybe get explained. Maybe like a, a lost key situation and this is picking the lock or... I don't know, but it just, it feels at the moment, because they put it at the end of the episode, like something Mm -hmm. that I want to be angry about until they satisfy me. (laughs) Exactly. That's kind of where I'm at, because I'm like, I have questions because we see 
um, later on that other people are using the way gate that may not have like access to the one power or other creatures are using it and i'm like well then how are they getting in there and so like do they have the key or what's happening so like i have a lot of questions i don't yeah. think it's going to be that big a deal but it's just kind of one of those things where because they didn't explain it immediately afterwards and they kind of give you this week to yep. stew in it it's kind of like oh why did that happen why did they do that <laughs> So again, if you're not a book reader, you don't think twice of what you just saw there. It's like oh, yeah, magic. Exactly. Okay, cool. It's my new show. Um, and yeah. if you are a book reader, then you're like, all right, I'm not sure about this, but maybe we'll just see where they go with it. Or, or what does it mean later? And maybe it's not a big deal. But other changes that you aren't completely on board with, even if it's just, I'm still reserving judgment, not sure mm -hmm. about this one, anything jump the out for you? The thing with Perrin and his wife um, yeah. on the first episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, from from the first time that that lady appeared on screen, I was like, she's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, knowing yeah, the story, no, she's gonna die. How long? Yeah. Take counting the time until she died. And... That's great. I I have heard people trying to find an explanation to that decision. People arguing that Perrin is a very introspective or internal character. That makes yeah. sense. Um, mm -hmm. I understand, but I still was like, "Why like this?" Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I was. It's not our place. I mean, we can't totally understand the the decisions they make behind it. They have to do something. They pick this mm -hmm. thing. I agree with you. Yeah. I'm not and, entirely on board with that being the way they should have done it. Yeah, like but even I can still, like Ray, it. Yeah, and they yeah. talked about how they tried to take Brandon's suggestion uh, with, uh, doing it with a different character that's close to Perrin, uh, one of his parents, or uh, like Master Luhan, and that it just wouldn't work because it needed so much more time to establish when episode mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. just needed to do a ridiculous amount of world building already. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense. It's right. Something that, like, it is, like, bothersome a bit that well, that's happened, but it makes sense, and I can see it, and I can get past, like, from a storytelling perspective, because they just I, I think it's important that all of us, time. as fans watching the show, understand and if you've been following Rafe Judkins, if you've been paying attention to everything that's come out, they're not making these decisions willy-nilly. They're very mm -hmm, careful, intentional, deliberate. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they've agonized over the changes to make sure they did it just the right way. So I'm willing to give them... Uh, I'm going to keep watching the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when they tick me off, I'm going to keep watching the show because I, I still overall love it. Mm -hmm. I will I say... It looked like you had something to say. Um, I have actually been thinking about this thing because when you ask what are some things that you're not completely on board, this is the first first thing I thought. And I was like, okay, but why did they did it? And yeah, I have read the argument about the internal character and stuff, but um, after watching for the second time this episode with the traveling people, the Tuathan, mm -hmm. um, there's a line in the dialogue in which uh, we have this lady asking Perrin, have you ever wielded um, an axe? Did it do anything good to you? And the actor's face completely went right. like... Yeah. <laughs> that hit. So I think that maybe there's a, a yes. connection trying to make a point of what the philosophy of the way of the leaf is. If that was the reason, because I have been thinking about this, if that was the reason or kind of a connection, I mean, makes sense. It yeah. still was like shocking on the first episode. It was right. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, literally, yeah. my wife is sitting next to me watching the show. When that happened, she's like, <gasps> yeah, right on the couch. Yeah. I knew it oh was coming. God. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I think, I'd seen all the advanced yeah, the stuff, things that so I knew. But... Could have shocked me the most for the most part. I was already expecting because I've been in the community so long and like following everything. And because of YouTube titles, I got spoiled in the yeah, end of <laughs> yes. um, episode six like with matt and so i was mm. i was fully expecting that to happen because youtube i was just super annoying <laughs> yeah i think my one concern with that well i have a lot of concerns with that i don't know why i said <laughs> it like that um but i can 
overlook a lot of my issues. Like, I don't love that it's a fridging of, like, a female character. I don't love that this is how they decided to build Perrin's, like, backstory and stuff. Um, but my major concern was the fact that, um, like, I asked my mom, and do I have a bit of an echo? I just want to make sure. Yeah, I'm hearing it, too. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see what I can do about that. But um, when talking to my mom about this episode, who is a new, like, watcher, um, Perrin was, like, my favorite character in Eye of the World. And I still really love him. And my mom was like, yeah, I don't like him now. Like, that turned a lot of, like, my family against Perrin because they're like, that felt really unnecessary. And now he's got this whole weight and baggage and it's just, it's a lot for, like, episode one. And so it actually made them uncomfortable when Para was on screen and stuff like that. And, like, they weren't getting that, like, emotional build. It was just kind of like, oh, that guy just killed his wife. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so everyone else was a bit more sympathetic, whereas Perrin, like, just went through this. And they're like, I mean, yeah, but, like, couldn't they have had, like, a Trollic kill her or something? Like, why did it have to be Perrin? And I understand mm -hmm. the way of the leaf mm -hmm. argument, but it's just... I'm concerned for like my favorite character that it's going to turn new um, watchers against him. Although I'll I tell they... you, it did, did add some real gravitas to that scene oh, yeah. with Valda when he has the two of them and then he's torturing Perrin. But mm -hmm. you know, when they have those words when he's out of the room yeah. and they're talking and how he's like, no, I deserve this. I mean, mm -hmm. just they're, they're using what they created master. Oh, definitely. Say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I may not love how they set it up, but I completely respect and appreciate everything that they've done with it since. Mm -hmm. Let me turn this topic to something just a little bit more on the lighter side. What are some of the changes oh, you really enjoyed? And, and I want to lead on one here because it's yeah. one I think I've seen out in Twitter. Some people don't like this, but I totally do. I like this new and improved LAN. The, mm. Yep. This warder who's not quite so yes, stoic same. that we see a little more personality and yeah. the the ironic sense of humor that comes through it. Just, I love what Daniel Henney is doing with this character. Absolutely. Yeah. As far as show characters go, yes, I one hundred probably agree on the land thing. Um, God, I wish I could talk more about this because it has so many implications for later on in the series. That's right. We can't spoil uh, beyond. Changing. <laughs> I know it's so hard, uh, like changing like this one thing with Lance. So that's using like always like this. I mean, he's Lance is still very much a stoic person. He is, but he yeah. isn't this, um, uh, like rock. He's like this like rock that feels nothing. Um, right, and like to, and so that really helps with uh, later on like problems that come up in the book because of like toxic masculinity uh with a one with, with my favorite character in particular um because a lot of that comes of like from these early books and well then what that character experiences but um like having this change to them is really gonna have a lot of implications for that and i really like it uh, as a yes. way to explore uh like the ideas uh there and another Absolutely. one of my favorite changes are the white cloaks. A, well, yeah, yes. the fact that they're making them more menacing, but B, the fact that they pulled Valda in this early and that they made him a questioner. Mm. Yeah. There's a scene later on in the series, I'm not going to spoil it, but that having us hate Valda so much this early on, it's going to make that scene all the more fantastic. Yeah, it was one of the frustrations I, mean, already, I had like, with the books, my, and it's only minor because like, I love the books. But the white cloaks were a bunch of punks. Oh, we're supposed to be scared of them. Why? They're mostly incompetent. They they can't get anything done. I love this grittier, darker, more effective white mm -hmm. cloak group. So yeah, that's been a good change for me. Hmm. What else? What else I have you guys liked? Zach, I see you thinking something. Yeah. Go ahead. My personal no. favorite change so far really is the entirety of the Corinian Stefan arc because I was like, wait a second, I know these characters, but I don't know these characters. And then I thought about it and went, Corinny dies like 20 years before the first book starts. Yes. Um, she's Can not around by the time our story's going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I loved it. It's 
the fifth episode is my favorite just because it's such an emotional mess throughout the entire episode. It's true. And somebody's got to get an award at some point for some of that acting. And Laniel. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. So good. So, so powerful. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I right. love how one, someone one called him Laniel in the, in the chat. Um, mm -hmm. Yep, I saw that. Is there yeah. one more the change that you want to shout out that you really have liked? Logain. I am ah. out oh, yeah. of words with the, the scene of Logain being gentle. Oh. I never remember if it's gentled or steel for male and female, but yeah, um, severe, yep, as gentle. you guys say, right. senior. No, gentled is male, stilled is female, yep. uh, severed is for okay. both. Yep. Okay, that scene with the black thing coming yes. out of his chest and the tears rolling down his face, that was. Because we don't see that. We only see him going to Tarvalon, then we see him right. after that. And seeing that scene was like, oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, and I think I it makes whenever that. he shows up later in the series more powerful. Because you really see like that trauma that he goes through. And it kind of explains some of his reactions later on. Wait, mm -hmm. he shows up later? Oh. Yeah. Oh, mm, I'm kidding. Really I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no, gosh. I'm like, wait, was that? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, time to throw yeah, in we see enough of it question. in the Dragon Reborn to be safe, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Quick fire question for you all. Okay. Which one of which one of these characters do you love to dislike the most from what they've shown us on on the TV series? Leandrin Sadai or Aemon Valda? Oh, Volta. Which, oh, God, yeah. that's such a bad. <laughs> because of both Bye. of them. Both of so them. you like hating but him the most. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... Interesting. See, I'm Leandrin. Oh, I'm yeah. loving disliking Leandrin. She is such a subtle okay. sister with all her seemingly simple questions she's peppering in all the time. It's like, that's more. Valda is just blatantly bad. Leandrin? I'm just... I'm is scared that I won't get as unique. much um, Elida time to hate. Oh, Because yeah. I feel like a lot of the hate that I usually put on Elida is getting shifted to Leandrin. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, am I okay we'll with it? Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I think that may shift in season two. Or yeah. three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Leandrin... I mean, hey, from what they've said and the castings he announced at... Uh, New Year Comic Con, it seems we have our Elida. I am betting it's Natasha O'Keefe. I think that's her last name, but I'm feeling that's her. It's possible. Yeah. I think Leandrin for me is just like, I, I think Daniel Green said it in his like deep dive that she's just kind of like a mean girl at the moment, like walking around the tower, like, I'm in charge here. And like, <laughs> like you better like shape up or ship out Moraine. Like, I. I don't know. I'm like entertained by her, but I don't hate her because I'm like, okay, this is different than I expected. And so I'm just more curious to see where Leandrin's going to go than I am like, oh, I hate her guts. Whereas like Valda steps on screen and I'm like, oh my God, it's him. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair enough. I'll, I'll admit my feeling on Leandrin is. Uh, influenced by what we learn of her over the first three books which again mm. we're not going beyond mm. but we know things about her as book yeah. readers that the tv people don't know yet but when i add that in that's definitely influencing how i feel about what they're doing with that character yeah that's it was especially <laughs> um telling when we learned she's actually not a natural blonde she dyes it it really ruined the character for me <laughs> Okay, moving on. Good to know. <laughs> um, you know, when we put together some questions that we might be able to go through in this hour, I was like, you know, and this will probably fill the time. Yeah, we're not going to get to half the questions I had here. So I'm just going to jump around a little bit. Uh, yeah. Next thing I want to ask everybody is just, who's your favorite character so far on the TV show? And does this match who your favorite character was when you'd read this far? Like, just through the eye of the world. I love this question. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, my favorite so character in this because... series 
is Nynaeve. And she's my favorite character in the show so far. Because mm -hmm. I really think they've like captured her heart and like her stubbornness and everything that goes along with that. Yeah. But when I was first reading Eye of the World, my favorite character was definitely Perrin. Nynaeve is the one I came to like love later on in the series. So it's interesting okay. to see like how that interacts. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. And again, the characters change so much. They progress over the course of the series. But when we're just mm -hmm. thinking about that first book, uh, it's hard to find anybody where Nynaeve was their favorite character in the yeah. Eye of the World. Oh, I have no, a friend. No, but a Not lot of them feel that way about the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. So someone else? Um, yeah. My first, the first character yeah, I so loved my... when I started... Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Um, when I started The Eye of the World, I immediately decided that Matt was going to be my favorite character. And after that, some people told me, really, Matt? I mean, he gets better over the third book. And... But really? You're really naive of the world? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he still is my favorite character. I just think that in the first book, we spend a lot of time with him. We have some point of views with him. And we see him interacting a lot with Rand. So yeah. it's, that's not easy to show in, in the TV show because they have only eight episodes and they did this mm -hmm. one month time skip. So um, I couldn't find to love Matt in the TV show so much as I love him in the book. I really like the way the actor is portraying it. Like, amazing. Barney Harris is doing an amazing job. But yeah, I mean, definitely my my favorite yeah, show is Nynaeve. Yeah, Marcus is amazing. But Nynaeve, Nynaeve, I love this Nynaeve in the TV show. Totally. Um, we're gonna go to Cheyenne next in just a moment, but I want to point out there we still have people making donations yeah. to the charity. Thank you so much. Emmeline's made a donation. Oh, yes. That's one of our Discordians and followers. <laughs> whoop whoop! Thank you, thank you very thank much. You, oh, so nice. It's everybody amazing. who's supporting this, thanks so much. Yeah, Cheyenne, it's been amazing. What, what about you? Uh, What's like your favorite character you. right now? Got it. So, my favorite character in the book series, and this is the whole series, is Rand. But that's very much informed by his arc throughout the whole series. I mean, to the point that my extended essay uh, for the IB is on him and a char character from Stormlight. But a huge part of that is Rand's character and lots of things that happened with him that I won't spoil. However, he wasn't my favorite in Eye of the World. That, I, it took me a long time to decide my favorite character. Um, and I think like part of like makes fan like every character is the writing um, with him. And so in Eye of the World, it's really hard to say uh, for me. So I couldn't really like pick one. But in the show, God, I'm loving so many people. Um, <laughs> pairing Marcus Rutherford is doing amazing at portraying the character and like this like internal like conflict that he has and this quite like thoughtfulness that. Uh, defines Perrin as a character. I am loving Shoalada. Kraka, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, Moraine, uh, Rosamund was born for the role of Moraine. And uh, yeah, Barney's doing yep. great. Uh, and Zoe as Nynaeve is. All right, all right. You just I, love I all love the characters. We gotcha. We gotcha. <laughs> so much. Yes, I love them all. They're all doing really amazing. They're all doing great. Zach, because they haven't given us three hours for this episode, um, oh what do you think in short burst? Rocket pick. Uh, full series, I'm a Matt guy, but in that first book, I will yeah. admit, I was a parent fan. Um, it Early days. However, the show... Nah, Batlan all the way. He, Lan is winning my heart, and Daniel Henney is incredible. All right. Well, in the first book, The Eye of the World, I was a Rand guy. I, I really dug his perspective, his oh, point wow. of view, the things he struggles with. I was on board. But in the TV show, I can't stand Rand yet. <laughs> like, oh, come on, man. Uh, yeah, uh, mm, no, not digging Rand. And I think I'm not supposed to dig Rand. I think they're kind of doing that to me on purpose. 
I love Matt's character in the show. Yay. He's just so entertaining. So I connect yeah. with his his whimsical way of looking at the world around him. <laughs> and even when he gets a little dark, he's still got some snarky humor humor that creeps through. That's just how he he does. It's probably a coping mechanism. He hasn't had the best of a background of a life they've set up. Yeah. But I like the Matt we've seen so far. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't have a lot more time here, so <sighs> let's see. What should we go to? It might be kind of our last question here. Um, yeah, we what? should do this again some other weekend. <laughs> we should. You know, we don't oh, have absolutely. to do this on a, on the water holiday. But <laughs> all right, let me ask this one. What character from the Eye of the World, from the book, have we not seen yet on the TV series that you really, really, really hope we get? And if not in season one, that they throw the person in in season two. Ooh, but I have you'd one. really like to see in season one still. Okay, Zach, go ahead. Min. Yes. Oh, gotta Min. See Min. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go Min or Elida, who I know is not gonna be in season one. Mm -hmm. But, like, again, love to hate her. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want the green man. I oh, want to see oh. the green man. You know? And there's yeah. some significance yeah, say... to the whole story oh. to have the green man. So yeah. I want to see I that. Know. And I don't know if we're going to get it or not. Oh, definitely. The green man was such a touching character I'm going to say Elaine. Because of the uh, way like so many people have been. Yeah. yeah. And just, we know Elaine has been yeah, cast. Because of the way but... so many of the people like cast, crew, rape, everyone has been talking about Kiara. Uh, in the role and like like you see uh kiara's instagram and she is elaine yeah yeah we're seeing yeah. a lot of good ones in the chat people they're hoping to see yeah bail dolman mm -hmm. man we that need some bail dolman yeah, yeah and go. definitely want to see elias i think that'll be mm -hmm. Basic I, I don't know how they're gonna do that but i want to see it <laughs> right and of oh, course yeah. mandarbs put out their varin we want some Varen. Oh, now, Varen yeah. wasn't in the Eye of the World. She doesn't show up until book two, but yeah, oh, we definitely need some Varen. She's in Eye of the World, but yeah. they didn't remember that. I mean, Leandra I need... didn't show up till the second book either, so... Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've heard some oh. theories that they're going to, like, smush Varen and Alana together, and while I oh. have mixed feelings about that, I really just want to see Varen. Like, I think they're such different characters that I'm not sure how that will work. Uh, I they need to Steve. put them on <laughs> yeah, different yeah, people. We do want to see <laughs> definitely need to see Steve. Yep. <laughs> yeah, where was Narg? That's yeah, so what I, I was don't know if the two of you want uh, enough have context for Steve. I don't think so. Narg is the first yeah, prologue that's so following so the show information. Narg was not there. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we, we do have time still for a couple more of the quick fire type questions. Well, we won't have to dig too far. Um, so here's one. Who would you want by your side if you got cornered in some dark alley? Moraine, Land. Tom. Oh, yeah, you got choices here. I'm going to give you five. Okay. okay. Of these five, you want at your side Moraine, Tom, Lan, Loghain before he's gentled, or Nynaeve? Show Which Loghain. one would you want with you? Was it Tom or Tom? Tom. The, the oh, Gleeman. Brent's father. No. Oh, Tom. Tom the, the Gleeman. Gleeman. Okay, okay. Oh, the Gleeman. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit... So, gosh. Which one? Which one do you want with you? Nynaeve. Yeah. She just shiv the guy or whatever. <laughs> she just shiv like, him. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I want We don't need the one power to protect us. I've got Nynaeve's rage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would definitely want my multi-class bar than rogue. Tom the Gleeman. Flicks the dagger. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> Cheyenne, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna say Lan. He's I, pretty I versatile, Lan. and Daniel is doing great, so I'm gonna say Lan. Zach, you know, weirdly for show, I'm actually going low gain. Uh, I think he's a nicer, or at least better oh, person definitely. than I felt like I got from early books. I I trust him, which is weird. I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, they did a nice really job of showing the character at the heart of him in the TV series. So I think that's going to play out later for sure. So I get you. I get you. Mm -hmm. I feel bad that I actually would want to have Moraine with me. 
because I don't want to have Moraine with me. I think other characters are so much more fun to have around. But Moraine is the experienced Aes Sedai who can get stuff done. If I'm stuck in a in a dark alley, cornered by people, I want her to bail me out of it. Now she's going to turn around then and you know, read me out for being an idiot yeah. and going down a dark alley. And what was I thinking? And yada, yada, yada. I'm going to have to deal with deserves. that. But she's the one that will be able to save my bacon. So, yeah. yeah just make I'll sure read. she doesn't take you on like a 14 book long quest afterwards. <laughs> like, okay, worry. you're joining the group. Come on. Oh, man. I almost made a joke that would have been a spoiler. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't do, do it. it. No, I can't do it. Yeah, I think... Yeah. No, but on the topic of Loghain being so trustworthy, just fun fact that my mom, when we were watching that like beginning of the episode, she goes, "Okay, show's over. Let's just let him be the dragon. We're done. Like everyone, <laughs> go home now. We're good." <laughs> oh yeah, you remember you told me. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. she was just like, right. "Yeah, I'm totally ready to follow that guy." There you go. Uh, we have just a few more minutes in this segment. If you're still wanting to make a donation and have us feel good that it came in during our time. Just a few more minutes. I see Jordan made a donation. That's another one of our regular patrons. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. Um, hey. Okay, here's another quick fire question. This one's a big one. I got to read a little longer to get the question out, but your Uh-oh. answer is going to be yes or no. Okay, so this <gasps> is easy to answer. Okay. okay, we mentioned way at the beginning. Wheel of Time has compared, been compared to Game of Thrones till we're mm. sick of it. Okay, a lot of that. Um, it's not <laughs> Game of Thrones. We know that. It's a very different type of story. But let's go with one comparison. Emmy Awards. Okay? The TV awards that are issued every year. Game of oh, Thrones first season was nominated for 13 Emmys and it won two of them. For creative, um, let's see, outstanding main title design and for outstanding supporting actor. 100%. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> he took that home. Who was that, so that my, actor? My question is for you. Will, will uh, Peter played um, beat that. Tyrion? Yeah, he was Tyrion. Okay. Uh, is Wheel of Time going to be able to beat what Game of Thrones did in the Emmys for se- its season one? Not not the uh, thirteen nominations necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about will it win more than two? Okay. Yes or no? What do you think? No, because I think it will probably have better competition. Hmm. Interesting. And you have a good point. Game Ooh, of Thrones didn't have much in the fantasy area to. to yeah, I don't know about yeah. competition. So, yeah, I'm gonna go no for similar reasons. Just because Game of Thrones is not the end all be all for fantasy, but it was like the first fantasy show that like became widely popular. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's going to be people comparing like season one to like whatever the later seasons of game of thrones were i did not watch the show so i have no idea um but they're going to be comparing different levels of like success so i say no see i'm gonna go yes i'm gonna say it's going to win more than two emmys my reason is when game of thrones broke out on the scene a lot of people didn't even notice it was on hbo it was this show on you know a subscribe only thing that not everybody was in touch with and a lot of it's real fans and the people who really started talking about it didn't catch on till season three season four so it started small wheel of time everybody's talking about it's just it's got all the buzz and that influences the voters it's not supposed to but it does so i'm gonna say it's gonna get at least three i'll I'll hedge my bets at least three i'd like to see more but i i definitely see some things that could win it all yeah i'm Santa I'm Rob sure. showed up. I definitely see things where it could win. Amazing title <laughs> well, design. Well, for me. I adore the opening sequence. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not definitely. sure. I would say yes, of course. The actors and actresses are wonderful. The pictures are beautiful. The costume design is outstanding. Yes. Right. They are going to win much yes, more. They are going to make it. There you I go. I 100% support them. Love it. Yeah. I hope you guys are right. I don't want to be right in this case. <laughs> I we, agree. All, we all hope it does really, really well. Totally. Nice. Okay. Uh, just need you to pick someone out of chat to go into the draw, and mm. then we can uh, do the chopping and changing and uh, 
put in whoever's staying and going and, and bring in the watchinary crew because they're waiting behind the scenes. So who are we picking out of the chat? Well, what do you think, guys? Mm. I'm not sure. Don't, ask Don't everybody me. yell at for, once. I'm here for the jokes that almost get me kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> there was oh a lot of good stuff here, and I don't know who's already ended in the chat, but... They can have um, multiple entries from chat. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, man. I, I could go with Rajesh. Rajesh? Yeah. Yeah? It's got okay. a lot of good stuff in there. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Done. In. Lovely. All right. Okay, Jim and Zach, I believe you're playing Watchnary, so we are. hang around. We slay. I will live. Ladies, you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you for putting up with Jim's questioning. <laughs> He's a bit of a nerd. Don't call me a questioner, okay? Don't call oh. me a questioner. That's why I said questioning. He's a bit, yeah. bit of a nosy guy. I know I tend to go long on questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were awesome. We had so much fun with all three of you. Thank yeah. you for being here. Alright, I'm, I'm just going to change the one around. Bye. Stop bringing everyone in. Bye. Yeah, it was come. great being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching.